0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: See, you can't just secretly believe something in your heart. See, a lot of people think that if I believe something strong enough in my heart, it'll come to pass. But it won't. You can't believe something in your heart and say something else with your mouth and make it work. See, because you're not talking out of your heart, you're talking out of your head. If you are believing that in your heart, you're going to talk it with your mouth.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. wraps up his teaching, Miracles of Healing Series, Volume 3, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. for today's message. You got your Bible, sir? Turn on over here to James.
1: Now, notice something. Look at the very first chapter of James... We're talking about faith. We're talking about believing. So this has to do with faith. This has to do with believing. We'll start reading with the fifth verse of the first chapter. If any of you, well, that's us then, isn't any of you, lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally, some men, no, all men, liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now listen but let him ask in faith. Now listen. Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Now get that seventh verse. For let not that man think Now, he's writing to Christians. He wrote this to the church. He didn't write this to sinners, see. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. See, he went out, he started out talking about wisdom, wound up talking about anything. Healing, healing could be included in that anything, couldn't it? I said, couldn't it? Whatever you're praying about could be included in that anything, Let not that man, better way to say it, because he isn't just talking about the male species, let not that person think that they shall receive anything of the Lord. Now, what what, what does he mean? What person? The person that wavers. Now, notice the next verse, 8. A double-minded man or a double-minded person, a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. All of them. See, that'll carry over into every area of your life. Now, back to that illustration. Here was a man standing there. We laid hands on him. He said the right thing. Yeah, I believe I'll receive my healing. Bible said himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. He said the right thing. By the time he got to his car, he's already a wavering. He got over on the other side. He went to talking about my rheumatism. My rheumatism. You say, what should he have said? Well, i tell you what I do. I'll just tell you what I do and it works. No matter what the symptoms are. Somebody will ask you. Somebody will see something because they can't help but see sometimes. Like that fellow, you know, unconsciously sort of, if you have a pain, something, you sort of grab it, you know. They say, how's your back? Well, I don't answer from the natural. I say, according to the word of God, I'm healed. I don't waver, see. I don't become double-minded say one thing here, something else over here. Double-minded, and same it say minded? Did you notice that? It said minded. Notice that has to do with your mind. Did you notice that? Double-minded. See, he calls the man that wavereth double-minded. One time he's over on this wave. Next time he's over on that wave. One time he's over here. Yeah, I'm healed. I'm healed. Glory, glory. And it's wonderful. I felt the power. Next time he's over here. Oh, I'm hurt so bad. Don't know what to do. Yeah, but you've never been there. Yeah, I've been there. That's the way I got healed. I mean, the doctor said I had to die. I mean, it's on my deathbed. I know it's a hard thing to do. Don't misunderstand. If you're looking for something easy, boy, just get up and leave right now. These things won't just fall on you like ripe chairs off a tree, but it's very rewarding, praise God, to walk with God. Now he said, for let not that man, what man, the double-minded man, the double-minded person, the man, the woman that wavered, let not that person think that they shall receive anything. Don't even think you'll get anything because you won't do it. Now I know folks don't like to hear you say that. But uh, yeah, I didn't say it anyhow. I just repeated what James said. I believe he told the truth, though, don't you? Amen. Amen. Amen? You see, friends, actually, if we are defeated in any area of our lives, and we'll apply it mostly in healing because that's this is healing school, really, we are defeated with our own lips. That's what defeated us. I, I want you to see something here. It's, it, it's simple, but you still have to keep going over these basic truths for folks to get them because they... They, everything in the world is, is, is so programmed to steal it away from him. I want you to notice something here. It, it, it's, and, and I didn't see it. That's the reason I stayed there on the bed for so many months. But when I did see it, thank God I grasped the hold of it and had a hold of it ever since then. Whosoever shall say, and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that is, believe in his heart, that those things which you saith. see, you say things with your mouth, shall come to pass. Believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He'll have whatsoever he says. Now, go over there to the 10th chapter of Romans, the 8th verse, real quickly. There's just a little underlying principle here that I want you to get. Now, in that 8th verse of the 10th chapter of Romans, see Paul's writing to the saints at Rome. Romans, the 1st chapter of the 7th verse, he addresses the letter to all that be in Rome, beloved of God and called to be saints. Well, it applies to all that be in Tulsa, beloved of God and called to be saints, or wherever you are from. Praise God. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. Now notice that he said the word of faith must not only be in your heart, but in your mouth for it to work for you. Well, now, doesn't that agree with the principle that Jesus gave over there in Mark 11, 20? Whosoever shall say and not doubt in his heart, say. See, the word mouth's not used there, but it's implied. The word heart is used. Whosoever shall say and not doubt shall say and not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, that is, believe in his heart, that those things which he saith. See, you got the got the word heart and, and the word mouth implied. Now here he said, plainly, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now, for the word of faith to work for you, it has to be in your mouth as well as in your heart. See, you can't just secretly believe something in your heart. See, a lot of people think that if I believe something strong enough in my heart, it'll come to pass, but it won't. You can't believe something in your heart and say something else with your mouth and make it work. See, because well, you're not talking out of your heart, you're talking out of your head. If you are believing that in your heart, you're going to talk it with your mouth. Now, then notice the next verse, because we know it has to do with salvation, but But notice what it says. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart. Now you see again, you've got the mouth and heart mentioned. Believe in thine heart that God is raising from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now notice the 10th verse. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. That is, he believes he's right with God because of what Jesus did. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, isn't that the same principle of faith that's found there in Mark eleven twenty three? 23? Same principle of saying something with your mouth and believing it in your heart. Now, why do you believe in your heart that God raised Christ from the dead? Because you heard it preached that Jesus died for our sins and God raised him from the dead. You believe the word. But you see, you could believe that in your heart, but if you don't confess it with your mouth that you're saved, you won't be. It's the confessing with our mouths what we believe in our heart that creates the reality of it in our lives. You see, salvation or the new birth or the remission of sins for the whole world is already bought and paid for and provided. See, Jesus doesn't die again, does he? When a sinner comes, if, if somebody came up here and said, well, I want you all to pray, we want to get saved. Well, Jesus doesn't run to the cross and die again, go to hell and be resurrected. No, no. In the book of Hebrews, it said he entered in once and for all. Did it one time? With his own blood. One time. To obtain an eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. You see, in other words, that redemption is already obtained. That redemption, that new birth, that remission of sin for everybody in the world. Everybody's alive today, everybody was alive yesterday, and everybody will be alive in the future. That redemption's already bought, packaged, sealed, and paid for. It's already a reality. He entered in once and for all with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Isn't that right? In other words, in the spiritual world, it's already a reality. But if it's going to do me any good, I've got to get it into this realm of reality. Well, how do I get it into this realm down here? By believing it in my heart and saying it with my mouth. With the mouth. Confession is made unto salvation. You see it? Now, same thing with healing. Because, you see, the healing for our physical body is in the same plan of God as is the remission of sins. Jesus not only shed his blood for the remission of our sins, but the scripture said with his stripes we're healed. He not only took our sins and bore our sins, him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, but he took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now that's already a reality. That's already a fact. He did it. Well, how come I've still got it? Well, you see, it's a reality in the spirit world. Healing for every sick person that's sick today, that was sick yesterday and already died prematurely, their body's in the grave, that'll be sick in the future, their healing's already bought, already paid for, already wrapped up and packaged and got your name on it waiting for you, not God, but you, you to bring it into existence in this realm.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering 50 camp meeting favorites on USB. These are 50 messages from the last 50 years of camp meeting from a variety of speakers. A book by Kenneth W. Hagen titled, Create the World You Want to See. And lastly, is Lynette Hagen's CD entitled, Whatever You Need, God's Got It. All these items at the special discounted price of $45. Call toll-free faith 99 Again, call toll-free faith 99 of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: You know, you hear me and Lynette saying, thank you for helping us to bring hope, help, and healing into the world. Well, we have something we call Rhema Word Partners. What is a Word Partner? Well, it's somebody that prays for us regularly. And then, secondly, sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to help us keep rhema going help the bible school the tuition at the bible school only pays for 30 percent of what they pay to go to rhema but your partnership provides scholarships for them so they can go and uh, hey if you want to know anything about it just go to rhema.org slash wpc and it's all the information there you can join right there if you'd like to become a word partner club member with us but we, we really would appreciate your prayer regularly. So we want to thank you for becoming a Word Partner Club member. And we want to thank all of them that are Word Partner Club members because you help us.
0: Monday starts a new and powerful teaching from the REMA Archives. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.